0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Living Electric. We've got an exciting show today. We are recapping Fully Charged Live. Both Brandon and I were there in San Diego and just got back to Ohio, so we figured we'd share each of our experiences from the show, what we learned, who we talked with, all that fun stuff. So Brandon was there with Chargeway, so he got to see the show kind of from the the exhibitor's perspective, chatting with yep. a lot of the attendees and <laughs> and sharing about what chargeway is doing. Um, and I got to attend kind of as an attendee, I guess, (laughs) checking out the, (laughs) checking out the different booths, test, driving some vehicles. So we figured we'd, we'd break some of that down for those that weren't able to attend. So
1: yes. Um, and, Stay tuned for the end of this episode because we are announcing a giveaway. So definitely yes. stay tuned for more information on that.
0: Yes. You have to listen through the whole show, though. You can't skip ahead or else it'll nope. be muted. No. So. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> and,
1: and there will be no... Uh, what's the term when there's like a um, like a, sh- a shout-out or a time... Ty- what's it called? Like a time mark time or stamp? something like that? Yeah, it's timestamp, time mark, close enough. Yeah, we might throw it in
0: in the middle of the episode. You don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
1: (laughs) But there will be no timestamp in the show notes, so. Exactly. (laughs) Yep, you'll have to stick around and listen to us for who knows how long this will take, so. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, I I think overall the event was a lot of fun. Um, I miss California already. I feel like every time, you know, I get there and just, like, get a chance to experience, like, what that culture is like and just, like, how it is it was humid yeah. i mean the first day we got to walk through the rain or un,
0: uncharacteristically humid in san diego because it was like 80 plus degrees and raining and humid which i've heard like i haven't visited san diego but once so yeah <laughs> i heard that is not the norm
1: <laughs> yes yeah yeah, I feel like everybody who I talked to is just like this is not normal for San Diego and right. I guess there there was a hurricane that hit Mexico and like San Diego was starting to get some of like the aftermath with like the rain and right. thankfully it dried up by the time the, the conference started. But um, yeah, I mean, Fully Charged Live, it's such a cool event. You know, if you guys aren't familiar with Fully Charged Live, technically the YouTube channel is called Fully Charged Show and the host is is Robert uh, Llewellyn. And it's based out of the UK, but they're mainly focused on sustainability and electric vehicles. And they have conferences essentially all over the world now. Yeah. And uh, I think this was the second one in the U.S. because the first one is in 2019 and then COVID happened. Right. Right. And then, so they they pushed it out. But um, yeah. overall, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool to to get a chance to experience it.
0: Definitely, yeah, it, yeah. I heard some some remarks from like the fully charged team and some others that it was almost kind of like their second first show in a way. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> they because uh, they were still like they had had two years off of trying to uh, trying to put the show on. So um, just getting the word out and telling people it's happening and all that kind of stuff was. Um, didn't hold them back, but like, it was a, a hurdle, I guess, initially kind of getting it up and running and, um, it was very well attended. I will say that, but I think, uh, I think they were still like expecting even more people to be there just because of how big the, the movement has grown, even in this short time. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And that was like the, the part that like the main takeaway for, for me, I feel like I'm already summarizing this and we're just getting (laughs) to the beginning of this was just how excited everybody who attended was, you know, excited for electric vehicles. Like there was, there was no pushback from any of the conversations I had (laughs) regarding EVs. Right. You know, it's essentially either people who owned EVs, people who are EV fanatics, enthusiasts, other educators, influencers, or people who are shopping. Yep. and you know who are looking for their new vehicle and right. um to me that was super exciting because you got the whole gamut of people who are right. just all about electric
0: cars right the only like yeah. disagreements i heard were never about like ev or not ev it was like how do we do this the best way yes. <laughs> which is like <laughs> like a marked improvement over where the discussion was five years ago it was like deciding if evs are going to happen or not but now it's like yeah. all right they're here let's make sure we do all this stuff. Right. So yeah, that was really nice to see for sure.
1: And actually I feel like that leads into a question I have for you later on, because with you getting a chance to attend and, you know, walk around the whole conference and sit through panels. Um, I agree with you that that seemed, or that, uh, Man, I am struggling tonight. Uh, that appeared to be the you know the hot topic for the weekend is how do we do this right moving forward. Yeah. Um. So um, I want to hear your thoughts as like an attendee. You know, some of the things you got to experience because you spent a lot of time with Tyler uh, this yeah. weekend, and I felt yep. like I didn't see him. I don't even know. <laughs> like three times he just I like know. walked yeah. in together and he was just gone. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was a lot to see and do. So I think we. Uh, um, I was there attending not only as a media personnel, but also like with my new company, um, kind of telling people about what Nudo does and what uh, <laughs> what I'm now working on in the EV space. So um, kind of wearing two hats to the show, but there was a lot to cover if you did want to get any content done. It was like, um, for those that don't know, like if you have a media pass, you can usually get into the shows early or they even sometimes have a separate media day for these big events so that. There's not just a bunch of random people walking away around. Um, So Tyler and I, like when we got to the show initially, it was like run around for a half hour before all the (laughs) attendees got there, get as much video as we could, (laughs) and then like chill and then kind of walk around the rest of the day and watch some panels and stuff. But yeah, there was there was just so much to see, and trying to cover all that was was definitely a struggle. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely seemed like you guys had to take advantage of both days, especially yeah. like once the show opened up and like attendees like arrived, because right. I I know for some of the other you know content producers and content makers I spoke with, it seemed like the moment the general public was there, it was hard getting the B roll and to yeah, you know, wait in line to experience a vehicle and not have a lot of time. So right, right, yeah. So, so I'm curious, out of, like, you know, with, with being, like, an attendee, what was, like, one of your favorite things to see and, like, experience there? Because, like, there was, like, that mini test track with, like, the electric <laughs> uh, scooters. Right. The scooters, the one-wheelers, the skateboards, and the yeah. bikes.
0: Yeah. I have a I have a love-hate relationship with the, with the, the test track. <laughs> so I thought it was a great idea to have, like, the – they called it the, I think, micro-mobility or mini-mobility test track or something like that. Basically – electric skateboards scooters bikes all that kind of stuff really cool that there's something like that there i think that's a big part i know i've been talking about on my channel we've talked about on a previous podcast brandon's got a hemiway e-bike now that he's testing out so shout out
1: to alex
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's absolutely needs to be a part of the electric discussion and i don't think is getting as much attention as it should um but really cool that they had that there um so i did test ride i guess a bunch of the the uh the bikes and stuff that were there but before i did any bikes i rode an electric skateboard um and it was i think it was Eastgate san diego that was there with their whole gigantic fleet of e-skate stuff so i walked up and like hey are you getting letting people test ride these is it cool if i ride one and they're like yeah sure like which one do you want? Or like, I'm like, I don't really know. I haven't done this a ton before. So I've skateboarded before, but I, I was thinking back and I'm like, I don't think I've ever actually electric skateboarded before. <laughs> I I had <laughs> ridden, uh, obviously bikes and electric scooters and stuff, but I have not, I don't think ridden an electric skateboard. So they said, do you have an experience skateboarding? I'm like, yes, I've skateboarded before. And they're like, okay, like how much do you weigh just so we can get the right board for you? And, and I'm like, I weighed like 200 pounds or something. So they're like, yeah, this board will be perfect for you. So I get on it and it's like, it's not a like branded skateboard. It is a like hand-built skateboard that somebody had put together. Um, Wow. So, which was really neat. Like that's something I want to do eventually is like build my own e-skateboard. I think that'd be neat. But uh, I got on it and I... They showed me how to use it, did, like, one loop around the track, and then I got to a straightaway, and I was like, okay, let's, like, let's push it a little bit, see what how fast it can go, because there was, like, a small straightaway. As soon as I did that, the board, like, shot out from under me. Oh, no. <laughs> I, like flipped, I, like, flipped backwards, um, and luckily, just laying it on my butt, I didn't, like, scrape myself up or anything like that. <laughs> but, but still, that was... <laughs> that, like, was it a hard fall? It wasn't too bad and luckily like i had like skateboard before so i kind of knew how to fall properly like there's a yeah. there's a right and wrong way to fall if that makes any sense <laughs> oh for sure um, yeah yeah <laughs> so luckily i just kind of like fell back on my butt and it wasn't like i had hurt myself or anything um but kind of like jarring at first because i was not expecting it like it happened so fast <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um but luckily I, I mean i got back up just fine did a couple more loops and i'm like all right i'm i'm gonna take a little like six hour break from the <laughs> the track for a little bit <laughs> six hour break <laughs> um i legit oh, i don't think i test rode anything the rest of the day um but yeah that that part was cool but then the next day, I rode some rode some other bikes and got to check that stuff out. But that track, I think they need to like either put carpet down or something down because it was slick. Like there were people falling all day, yeah, um, just going around yeah. normal corners at a normal speed. It wasn't like they were like pushing it and like slipped and fell or something um that track was just slick so yeah. <laughs> besides falling off of the skateboard i f- i saw people like fall off bikes like that never happens oh, so yeah
1: yeah i saw that too it's like the the rider took like a turn and it was just like a normal you know angle and it just like slid yeah, out from and it under slipped them. so yeah
0: i think i think that's something they probably need to look into next year <laughs> but yes <Yeah. laughs> but cool that they had that i don't want to like give it a bad name or anything i think that's a, yeah. idea and, and a, a cool well, thing so
1: i give you credit because i don't have the balance for any of that like i look at the one and i'm like that's cool but i'm like i know i would die on it right, right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: um but yeah that, that part was neat um in terms of like actual cars i saw at the show um i think all of just the unique evs i saw so like aptera was there um I had never seen that in person, I had heard about it, but hadn't actually seen the physical vehicle, it legit looks like a spaceship, it doesn't even look like a car. Um, So they were there, I got to test drive the electromechanic Solo, Tyler did that one as well, we got featured on their their social pages, so if you follow them, (laughs) you've probably seen both of us on there. And uh, so that was neat. Like, that's a very unique vehicle. I haven't driven anything like that before. So, like, <laughs> anytime I get to experience something new like that, I think that's that's really cool. Um, so those two definitely stuck out. But then there was some other, like, weird vehicles there. Um, like, Canoe was there. Arch- yep. Archimoto that we got to ride um, earlier in the year was there. So lots of just unique EVs that weren't just normal cars. I think that was definitely the the highlight for me.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And what about panels? Because like, I know throughout the weekend, <laughs> you know, like a bunch, a bunch of our friends, e- other EV enthusiasts, educators, and like, you know, influencers got the opportunity to like talk in front of like the attendees and like, uh, you know, like present, I think there was like a, Plethora of like information. It was all the way from like data to simplifying EV charging. Shout out to Matt Teske from Chargeway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all these shout outs in these episodes, um, you know, to like the importance of like representation and like the, you know, the um, women being in the EV industry and pushing the EV industry forward. Right. Um, so, like the ones that you got a chance to sit through, could you like summarize some of that for the audience as well as me? Since I don't Oh, leave gosh. My booth? Yeah, there was. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> well, your
0: booth was kind of near one of the panels. Could you even hear what they were saying? I'm sure you were all, so busy. So. It was
1: all white noise. Like, okay. I, I tried to listen to it, but it's just like when there's background music and you're talking to somebody, you don't right. hear a single one. Oh, of the yeah, words. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah there were there are a lot of awesome panels and and like i said earlier the discussion has shifted from are evs a good idea to what is the best way to do evs what's the best way to do charging what's the best way to educate people about charging all of this stuff and i think one of the more interesting panels i sat on that was like um kind of heated but kind of not like it was just very like very good discussion in general um um Nick from from Orange Charger was on one of the panels with uh who was it? <clears throat> I'm trying to think of uh who was on it. It was him and somebody else, but it was basically kind of the like fast charging versus slow charging discussion of oh, like yeah. what is the best way to do this. Um and I think there's competing camps around the industry of like obviously people have vested interests in uh in each. <laughs> so yeah. um A lot of people think, oh, we just need, like, a crazy amount of super high-powered charging. That's what's going to convince everybody to get an EV is, like, easy access to really fast charging. Whereas there's another camp that's like, no, we actually just need a lot of really simple level 2 or even level 1 chargers in just a lot of places where there is already electricity that we can just tap into and charge cars overnight while 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 people are sleeping. Um, and there's very much two competing camps of like, what do we need to invest the most money in? Um, but yeah, Nick was kind of making that point. It's like fast charging is expensive. It's complicated. It's like, uh, it just takes a lot of effort to put in. Whereas like their product, the level one charger and, um, Their stuff is super easy to implement. It's meant to be like easily accessible and easy to implement and all this stuff. And it's like, we've got these easy solutions that don't take a lot of change on the, (laughs) on the site host or whoever is, is hosting this charging side of things. And we just really need to be more open to that versus like, oh, this shiny new thing that like is, is this exciting, fast, super like gas type experience. (laughs) So Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's right. um. Yeah, I mean, you brought up a good point. Like, there, not to mention, like, you know, I, I guess that that could actually be an episode we should do. We should get Nick and Joseph back from Orange Charger <laughs> right. on the show and like <laughs> talk about the slow versus fast charging because, like, yeah, the Orange Charger to install would save like a site host an immense amount of money compared to even just a level two. Yeah, like, even like a connected <laughs> level two, or even like a like non-network, you know, or like right. a non-connected, you know, charger, it would save them a ton of money. And if the car is just sitting there, why do you need the fast charge? So
0: Yeah. You know, there's situations for everything. Right. That was that seemed to be kind of the theme of everything. Um and I mean we saw Electrify America come out with the like ultra fast and super fast charging. (laughs) Which we had discussions about all weekend, I think. All weekend. uh, Opinions on that. Um (laughs) Yes. I feel triggered from that. Yeah. Right. So um But yeah, I think that's, that's definitely seems to be kind of the next discussion in the industry is like, are we going to put a ton of fast chargers or we're going to like actually do this the right way in my opinion and the smart way (laughs) (laughs) and invest in reliable, simple level two charging. So yeah, that, that seemed to be where the conversation has shifted. There's also some talk about wireless charging, which like I'm not crazy about. just from an engineering and like physics point of view (laughs) it doesn't always make a ton of sense so
1: yeah yeah oh that's cool yeah I think that was one of my favorite things is that like when I did get like actually I think I had one opportunity to like actually leave the booth Mm. besides using the bathroom I don't want it to seem like I didn't like leave the booth (laughs) at all but like (laughs) was getting a chance to like walk around and like see the other booths and just seeing like the, the spectrum of like what the booths offered. you know like it was everything from like content producers to software solutions, um, you know to to charging solutions and mm-hmm. just everything in between, you know, to manufacturers, everything right Like right. I, I think that was the one thing that I really wish there was more of a pre- presence of and even you know like Robert and Dan Caesar from from fully charging you know, of the joint CEOs, there, there was such a lack in participation from like the OEMs and like the auto manufacturers mm-hmm. where I wish that there was a bigger presence there. But I thought it gave the startups and like the newer companies a chance to shine, in right. my opinion. Like, right. I think that that was such a great aspect of it, but still, it yeah. would have been good for the attendees to see everything available.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting point, And I'm actually going to go back to our um, Living Electric census. Um I don't think we even discussed this in the pre-show, um, but nope. we got some totally really good re- no, we just... got some really good responses on there. Um, Thirteen people responded, which is awesome. Thank you so oh, much if you, did, if you did uh, put a response in. Um, but I've noticed like a lot of the um, I think I've mentioned this on past shows, but the sentiment from people in general is they're going out and seeking knowledge, looking to make a purchase decision, um, and just like you described is like I'm sure I don't know what I, I would wager to guess probably 50% of the people there. Um, if they didn't already own an EV, they were going to the show to check out what EVs were out there yes. Yes. and experience yeah. them in person. It's a good way to just see everything like just cast a wide net. You can look on the internet all you want till you actually go sit in an EV, see it in person, any car for that matter, that really gives you a good feel of like what it would be like to own and how that could fit into your life. Um, And i saw that on our census too a couple people responded with their like kind of our open ask and a couple people said yeah i love listening to the show to hear different people's perspectives on the car they drive like we both drive model threes but i'm sure they've loved hearing about like what your id4 experience was like your your upcoming, uh, car experience is going to be like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, I think just sharing that I feel like is almost w- more valuable than, than some of this other stuff. Cause that's really what people are looking for now. They want to know what a specific car is like to own and drive mm-hmm. and, and be like,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, it's um, it's actually something now that, like, my gears are turning in my head with, like, how, like, the show. It, it was almost like the show worked in reverse, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I, when you get to, you know, test out a vehicle, you know, you get to see if that works for your life. But, like, with EVs, there's a different layer to it. You know, like, you don't have the gas station experience anymore. You, <laughs> right. You know, you have to figure out the charging experience and how that works at home versus out in public. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this show gave a good view into what it's like to own an ev but not necessarily to shop for an ev and i think that right. that's definitely where i wish that the oems would have jumped on the opportunity because i when mm-hmm. i at the chargeway booth people asked me oh is that the only lightning in the you know in the you know in the <laughs> conference center are right. the is hyundai kia you know rivian like all these manufacturers are they there and i like i was like i there's a car over there i'm not sure if it's open right. but <laughs>
0: it's Yeah, Fully Charged legit sent out an email like a week before the show saying, hey, if you're in the area and want to display your car at the show, let us know because we're looking for XYZ vehicle. So we did have a great display of a wide variety of vehicles there. All of those were personally owned. They were not from OEMs. So that, like you said, I think that's a little bit disappointing that. They couldn't at least send one person and one car to the show <laughs> in San yeah. Diego of all places. It's not like we're in Iowa or something. No yeah. fence to Iowa. But yeah. <laughs> we're not <laughs> we're not in like a super low populated area where they wouldn't have a car. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and the only the only thing I could think of is that like the Detroit Auto Show literally started yesterday for mm. press. So, like, and it's going into, like, you know, like, the the showtime. So, like, I'm not sure if, like, due to, like, inventory and, like, you know, supply chain restrictions, maybe those vehicles needed to be in Detroit. Maybe that's how it worked out. But, yeah, yeah, I I just... uh, it's, it's kind of interesting that I think of it is that that's kind of how the show worked. It worked in reverse and how like the discussion typically happened. (laughs) That's,
0: That's a great point. Yeah. Cause this is the, this kind of shifts gears to you too. The, this was definitely the most pro EV show I had been to. I've been to some other shows that were like, oh yeah, we're, we're investing in EVs, but it was like, do you really care about it? Or is that just like your business, your new business plan? (laughs) So (laughs) this one, it like seemed truly like everybody there cared about it and really wanted to be there and be a part of it. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious from the, the chargeway perspective, I know I asked both you and Matt, you said this was easily the most like positive response you've heard. Yes. Um, I'm curious yeah. if there's any like specific examples of that, where you've like really somebody had a positive response to what you, you were doing and what you're, yeah. you're developing.
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I mean like the f- first off, like I, it was definitely by far the most successful show that we've had so far. I mean, like this was my first major EV conference. I know Matt has done some in the past, right. but. We got so many new downloads, either pre-show because Chargeway was the technology partner for the entire show. Mm -hmm. So we had advertisements set out to all the pre-sold attendees and like to, you know, the other exhibitors. But what was so cool is the fact that people like came up and they would scan it right in front of us and be like, I downloaded your app. And I'm like, let's do a, you know, let's do a demo. So (laughs) you know what to do, you know, or like, you know what we're about. So, but, but the fact that like people would just simply come up and I saw countless people just scan the QR code, fill it out and then just like, you know, walk away wow. and like, or awesome. or we had people who have been using Chargeway for years, come up and be like, I love what you guys are doing. This is the direction the industry needs to go. Let's, let's do this. That's um, awesome. So that was really cool. Um, but I think the most impressive thing that happened in it, I had multiple conversations with people who were either part of like other EV associations in different states um, come up to me and be like, I typically recommend PlugShare to my users or like to not my users, but like to my to my um, to my members. Yeah. You know, like this is typically what we introduce people to look for charging stations. You know, I've heard a charge way, but let's do a review or let's do an overview. And by the time they walked away, almost every single one of them said, I'm going to start recommending you guys over PlugShare. Yeah. And I was like. Cool. Like, that's, that's great. (laughs) You know, like, here's my card. If a member has a question, have them reach out to me. Right. Um, but from like an exhibitor, you know, it it was, it was a lot of fun. Like it just, you know, just the sheer excitement from people who have been driving EVs. Like I talked to somebody who's been driving an EV for 12 years, typically use uses plug share. And after I explained everything to him, he now uses ChargeWay. Versus like somebody who, you know, Nikki from Transport Evolve recommend come over to our booth who's shopping for an EV who had, you know, just like very, you know, new, very green to everything did a walkthrough. And she's like, this makes it so much easier to understand than what I was already researching. That's Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it it was, it was a good show from an exhibitor perspective.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was interesting too, and, and Matt made a comment about this when he was on his panel. He was like, We are we are talking to like a sold audience here. <laughs> like is the way yes. he phrased it, I believe. <laughs> Where it's like, <laughs> everybody here is sold on EVs already. It's like we any like feedback or anything we hear, we kinda have to take it with a grain of salt because everybody already kind of knows what they're doing. Um and I think Chargeway in a lot of ways is focused on the new EV driver, the the person that is still figuring things out, um, that also doesn't maybe care about all of the fancy terms and (laughs) advanced stuff that (laughs) you, uh, currently, I feel like you need to know as an EV driver and understand that you absolutely shouldn't need to. Um, so I think that's really cool that you still got that response, even to this sort of audience that maybe is more set in their ways in the, the EV way, (laughs) if that makes sense.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think that the reason why, you know, it related or people could relate to it, who have been driving EVs for years is that they, they're tired of the term level three, you know, like <laughs> level three fast charging. It's yep. that, as I was going through like our timer feature on the app, you know, as I said, that's literally for some vehicles, a three hour charge time, which is yeah. not fast at all. Mm-hmm. And if it can charge at a green seven, that's like a 15 to 25 minute charge. So like there's a lot when it comes to fast charging and like after I explained it that way, they're like, Oh my god, you're totally right. Like yeah. just because it's a fast says it's a fast charger does not mean <laughs> it's a fast charge. Right. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it was it was a good time. I mean, I think Matt and I might have said like this you know, we talked so much that like by the time we got back to the our Airbnb we're like, What? <laughs> like her voice is so gone. <laughs> Oh but my gosh. yeah yeah no it was it was a good time and i think that the cool thing is that like watching tyler go off on his own because typically him and i do a lot of things together you know when right. it comes to like recording and like seeing him go off on his own and do things on his own and produce his own style of content versus what we could do together was really cool to see too That's um funny. I just wish I would have seen you guys more often because, like, I felt like both of you guys were just, like, gone. And then, like, right. you know, five hours later, it's like, hey,
0: <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I think we still got a lot of good time to hang out and chat, though. Like, that was oh, almost. For sure. Um, I don't want to put down the show at all, but I think hanging out after the show with everybody that we are closer with was, like, yes. a lot of fun. And just getting to. Meet everybody in person, chat with people, have some non EV discussions, even because I think we were all kind of burnt out talking about it (laughs) by some of the (laughs) evenings. Um, That was really good, just getting to meet everybody. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I guess we we should probably do like a quick summary of like what we did uh, Friday night because there was a charity event that we went to at the San Diego Auto Automotive Museum, Auto Museum. Yes, yeah. Um, Where we, it was called talk about an ev party i think that's what it was called so. it was like yeah unlimited tacos and drinks and like we got a chance to get like a private um experience with the with the auto museum there but all the funding went to a education program for kids to learn about electric vehicles and right. um EV conversions and how to build battery packs and stuff like that which was so
0: EV. i think it's EV learning center or something like that i think is what they call it EVLC. i think so yeah we'll have to link their stuff because they had they had a lot of it sounds like they have a really cool team like doing really neat stuff for people that want to learn about that so oh
1: yeah yeah which is great for kids to learn about that you know stem is like our you know science technology engineering and math um or you know stem for short um i like to i like to leave the m out because that's not you know i'm not good at that well i guess engineering. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just ST, but anyways, you know it, it's it's cool for the kids to like get involved with that, um, especially to learn in depth how what it takes to build and service an electric vehicle. Because mm-hmm. you know when they grow up, that's essentially that could be all they experience. You know, yeah, yeah. The majority of them might never have to pump gas because they'll right. just be driving an EV. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's like learning how to take care of like a steam vehicle in, uh, (laughs) in in like the early, whatever, like those are being developed and those like, aren't a thing anymore. So yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought the coolest part of that event was the, um, deconstructed EV they had laid out on that table. Um, they basically took all of the major components. I mean, it was from a working conversion car, right? It was a, some vehicle that they had converted to electric. And the vehicle got in a crash, I think. So they basically mm-hmm. tore out all of the components of it and put it out on this, like, essentially education board so that they could point and say, yeah, there's the inverter. There's the where the battery pack gets plugged in. There's the main battery controller. Like, all yeah. of these parts and pieces. And you see, it literally fits on, like, a desk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all the parts you need to run an EV besides the big battery pack, obviously. But... All yeah. of the like main components, it's super simple compared to if you had a big engine block sitting on <laughs> on <Yeah>. the table <laughs> um, and a big transmission and differential and all this stuff. Like there's all of this stuff that really isn't like a thing in EVs. And it's cool seeing how simple it is when it, you you really see the skeleton of it and what's actually needed. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, i thought that was pretty cool and um i love that like you know when you could like bid on like different like prizes to like give more money back to the charity they had like a little tesla battery cells that you could purchase so like yeah. you could say that like you had a you know a tesla cell or something <laughs> like that i thought that right. was pretty cool <laughs> right yeah. yeah yeah overall i mean like it was just like from a exposure experience to like you know learn more about the industry and like you know Talk with people who are excited about where we're going. It was just such a great weekend, you know. And yeah. I'm excited for future events.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: But the one, the one part I do want to talk about because, like, I feel like sometimes from you know in the beginning days of Living Electric, <laughs> we talked a lot about like our content, and obviously, you know, our content is really you know essentially what brought us to this point. You know, with what yeah. we're doing with either like Chargeway or Nudo, or you know, with with attending these events. Um, when you when we were there. You know we did get a chance to meet one of our listeners um just want to give a shout out to eric i don't i i'm so bad with names and this is so embarrassing because every person <laughs> who i met that recognized me i'd be like username what's your username and I'm like, oh my god i know you <laughs> like, right so right. i just want to apologize to anybody that i met who i didn't recognize you from like your photo or like your name right <laughs> just sometimes that's how it works yeah <laughs> so yeah. definitely
0: yeah Yeah, i met uh i met eric i got a chance to chat with eric and i met some other person that watches my youtube channel i can't remember their name though but yeah appreciate them them stopping and saying hi so (laughs) yes that was yeah
1: i appreciate that too and i got a selfie with one of our youtube subscribers so
0: oh awesome nice yeah
1: yeah so shout shout out to to, well i don't want to say her name but you know shout out if you're listening i really appreciated (laughs) that it was fun getting a chance to meet you know, our supporters and people who have really, you know, brought us to this point. So thank you guys. It means a right. lot. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then right. I just want to talk about like all the content producers who are there as well. Wanna give them shout outs. Um sure. because, yeah. I mean, it, it was almost like a reunion from the <laughs> EV Media Summit that we did in December. Right. Um, you know, Miss go Electric had her own booth, which was really cool. That was um, really neat. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, she did a giveaway of an electric bike live from the show, which was pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, Liv and Patrick from the mach vlog got a chance to see them again, hang out with them. Uh, Ryan from the kilowatts, uh, got to meet Will or got to see Will from F the pump, which was really yes. cool. Yep. Marty from Southern California Tesla club, which is yep. huge. And she's doing great things with that organization. Right. Um, Ken from EV Revolution show. Want to give a shout out for Ken for being on our show and for being a booth across from us. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Um, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Uh, Kyle Connor from Out of Spec was there.
0: Blake Check. I don't think you mentioned him yet.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the one the only Blake Check. Um which which we're gonna get him on the next episode to talk about his YouTube channel as well as yes. um talking about fully charged live. Um super excited to get Blake on our show. Love Blake, he's like my my twin, so <laughs> <laughs> um, Blake's
0: awesome. We didn't I'm trying to think of any other content people that were there. Um oh, Jess Kirsch was there. Yeah, yeah, she was there too. Jess Kirsch. Um yeah, gosh, there were a lot of people there. Honestly, <laughs> yes, yeah, it was over. It was overwhelming. Like trying to keep track of everybody. I was going to say, I, I don't think we mentioned the uh, the indie EV was there. Oh, the Indy yes, one, yes, um, which yeah. we got to see in person. We had we had their head designer on um, one of the earlier Living Electric episodes, um, but we got to see the physical car in person and see it drive around, which was neat, and talk with their team. So that was cool yeah. meeting them. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Got a chance to meet Michael from the indie team. Yes. Um, so that, that was really cool. I did, now that Blake and I are relatively internet famous from his thumbnail, uh, (laughs) where we, I want to do, I really want to collaborate with indie next time we're in Los Angeles to do a living electric podcast in the indie one. Uh, because be I cool. was, yeah. I was talking to their uh, marketing rep, uh, John, who was there, and he was saying that they actually have ports now for microphones that you can connect and yeah. do professional audio directly right. in the car. It's so. funny.
0: The more I like, I had to work from my car today because it was in the shop. We can talk about that in a new another episode. Oh, getting the <laughs> but, battery replaced, right? No, just yeah, kidding. Even misconception. Those dang batteries. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go to the Duracell store and the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, anytime I work out of my car, I'm like, I wish some of this stuff was freaking built into the car. We've got like this giant battery here. I'm like plugging my laptop into my USB port to like keep it charged and like oh, all this stuff. No. So. Yeah, My car is, like, not that comfortable to sit in and work on a laptop. Also, because I'm, like, really tall. So, (laughs) getting my arms, like, around (laughs) stuff to to get worked on is sometimes a struggle. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: That is, uh, we could do a whole episode on on EV ownership. I think we need to do that with, like, the vehicles we've had for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Because that is one thing as we're getting more press cars and more experience with other vehicles. There's some limitations with the Model 3 that I hope that... Tesla improves in the future,
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought that Indy was really cool. Um, I hope that we can experience more things with them because I know they've been a major supporter of living electric and, um, I really can't wait to see them build that vehicle. So it'd right. be really cool to see that on the road.
0: Definitely. Yep. Well, anything else or you want to wrap up or uh, yeah. what you yeah. um, uh, do you think? I,
1: you want to talk about the
0: giveaway? No, I think we should wait like 10 minutes and then do it. <laughs> no. so like just so 10 okay. minutes of
1: like awkward silence? <laughs> just
0: silence for 10 minutes so nobody <laughs> can skip ahead. No, you just hear
1: Harvey can... in the background, like just having. <laughs> <Yeah. breathing.
0: laughs> he's excited about the giveaway. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, cool. yeah. yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, so we are doing a giveaway and Alex is going to present what we're giving away. He's, he's not ready.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we should leave that in or not.
1: No, I think I think we should because yeah. i don't, you took your headphones off. You didn't hear what I said. I said, "And he's not ready."
0: <laughs> Perfect. does Get some some ASR. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Everybody who's driving with their audio is super lots are like, "Oh my god!"
0: Right. Uh, yeah. All right. R.I.P. Headphones users. Yep. All right. So you're gonna announce them as we as I show them.
1: Yes. So we are giving away some chargeway swag and if you guys aren't familiar with chargeway they are my employer and chargeway is simplifying the way that electric fuel is utilized by using a color and number system color represents plug type number represents the power output of the specific charger so we are giving away an awesome chargeway t-shirt and an awesome chargeway water bottle yes (laughs) So, all you have to do in order to submit uh, to, well, God, now I'm like, I was on a roll with this. (laughs) (laughs) All you have to do in order to submit this giveaway is utilize the Google form that we'll send out on our social pages. Oh, nice folding job. That's great. Um, Is um is submit a screenshot of chargeway active on your mobile app. <laughs> More um oh okay, so pretty much I'm, I'm getting so tongue tied here <laughs> everyone's gonna I'm not, stop listening. I'm not distracting you, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, All you have to do is uh, upload a screenshot of Chargeway live and active on your mobile app. We're available on iOS and Android. And then follow Chargeway on either Twitter or on Facebook and upload a screenshot of that showing that you follow Chargeway. And then we will announce the giveaway in a few episodes or the winner of the giveaway in a few episodes. So we'll get that out as soon as possible.
0: Definitely. Yeah, so yeah, thanks to Chargeway for giving us some some free swag. Thanks for... uh... Talking to Matt and really convincing them—it's a really yeah. hard sell. <laughs> <To> <laughs> yes, get, it was. Get yes, us some it was. stuff. was. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely check out Chargeway. That's what I use for like not just because Brandon is the co-host <laughs> here. Like I use Chargeway for route planning and for finding chargers. Like that's that's literally what I use. Um, so definitely recommended. But yeah, we'll have that Google form link down below. We'll have links to download the Chargeway app, all that stuff in uh, in the show notes.
1: Yes. Definitely. Cool. Well, I think uh, that wraps up our summary of Fully Charged (laughs) Live and the little ASMR show that we just had. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, if you were at the show or chatted with us at all, definitely reach out to us and say hi or reconnect or whatever else. Um, But, yeah, we'll be back next week with Blake Check, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to have Blake on. It'll be a a fun episode. Yeah. It'll (laughs) be fun.
0: Cool. Cool. We'll talk to you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I almost waved. Like, bye.